and welcome to episode 84 of Comics and Us. I am TJ. And I'm Chris. And I'm Lumpy. And this is the review show that reviews comics chronologically, kind of. Alright, going into Batman number 17 here. It was released, this is the, wait, is this the July-August issue? Or June-July? June-July issue. Released in July 1943. The executive editor was Whitney Ellsworth. The cover artist was Jerry Robinson's and George Russo's. I'm just going to speed through all the credits for all the stories, just so we get them out of the way. The first story was written by Don Cameron, penciled by Bob Kane, inked by Jerry Russo, Robinson and George Russo's, lettered by George Russo's. Second story was written by Don Cameron, penciled by Jack Burnley, inked by Jack Burnley and Ray Burnley. It was lettered by Betty Bentley. Third story was written by Don Cameron, penciled by Jack Burnley, inked by Jack Burnley and Ray Burnley, lettered by Betty Bentley. And the last story was written by Joseph Green, penciled by Bob Kane, inked by Jerry Robinson, and lettered by George Russo's. And that's that for that. Uh, I didn't hear anybody new. Seemed like just about the same characters. Yeah. Yeah, not really. So, who wants to do the cover? I like the cover. Uh, I'll do. The we cover. covered the cover last week. Yeah, let's do it again. Um, <laughs> Batman and Robin are on the back of a bald eagle, and they're throwing peace signs uh, in front of a moon, and there's like fighter planes around. It says, mm-hmm. "Keep America flying. Keep the American eagle flying. Buy war bonds and stay." This is a running uh, theme through this comic. Yeah, the propaganda is high in this one. Yeah, but it's not terrible. It's like if they throw it in, but they don't... They, right, they, they mention it, but they don't yeah. beat you with it. I agree. Yeah. They mention it, but it's not, like, overwhelming. That's because, they're, talk- sa- that's because they're saving it for next week's story. <laughs> well, we talked about this issue last week, didn't we? Didn't you say- Oh, no, you were talking about story for next week. Okay. Yeah, and I don't know if we did that on episode oh really yeah that might have been afterwards you might be right we're pulling back the curtain here pulling back the curtain (laughs) anyway this comic is still 10 cents and yeah anything else to say about the cover superman publication nope hold on the cat's gonna crawl through the um the crinkly tunnel right now right while you're asking that Mm -hmm. why does he have crinkly tunnels and chirpy birds and stuff floating around (laughs) While he's podcasting, put him in a bucket and put him outside the door until you're done. <laughs> when I do that, he just scratches at the door. I can't win with this cat. Anyway, yeah, that's all we have to say about that, right, Vanilla? Okay. I thought he was going to run through it again. He did. All right. Moving on to the first story, which is called The Batman's Biographer. Lumpy, what is happening on this splash page? A Ben Franklin-looking guy has a quill and a um and a lantern, and he's writing in a book. And there's some um, miniature guys with guns and some little like Batman trinkets, and Batman in the background swinging on a rope. Hey, I'll I'll be honest. This time they look less like shrunken people and more like figures. Like toys or something, right? To me, yeah, that's what it looks almost more like his room is decorated with these figures. Which we find out later that it is. It kind of is, yeah, actually. So maybe it's canon. Yes, this is canon. Batman is black on top with red writing. It says Batman with Robin. No, I was looking up when they stopped using quills. Oh. <laughs> because I just noticed that was a quill on there, and it was like, wait a minute, why? That's 1940s. Should we be past quills at that point? But I would think we were. 
they never stopped using them. There's still writers that like to use them now, isn't there? Yeah, but I want to know when they want it out of fashion. Okay. And it looks like they want stop being regularly used in the 19th century. I was going to say in the 1700s, I think. Well, the 19th century isn't the 1700s. Is that the 1800s? Yes. Okay, right, because the... Because 20th century... 1900s is 20th, yeah. Yeah. Because the first century was zero century, so then you got to start with one at the 100th century. So was, um... So in the early 1800s, I guess in most of the 1800s, they were still using it. I guess? I don't know. I just... It just says that it's what they... It's not being popular in the... What did I say? The 18th century? 19th 19th century? 19th century. Yeah. Something like that. All right, anyway. Go go ahead. What What were we talking about? Well, we're done now. So. Oh, yeah, we, we did the Slash page. Okay, we we're done. The Slash page was kind of canon, because it's like trinkets and, and figures and stuff that he collects. Okay, gotcha. So we open up in a park where Benjamin Franklin is telling kids stories about Batman. Jughead's listening, but he put on a little weight. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Kids are sitting on his lap. Yeah, and but as usual... Bruce and Dick are just wandering about and happen upon hearing this old man's story. And so they come up to him and they're like, hey, you you like Batman and Robin? He's like, yeah, I love them. I'm writing a book about them. You want to go back to my house? And they're like, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> People are very trusting in the 40s there. Pull back. I want to show you my stuff. I noticed Batman and Robin are now wearing the colors all the time. I, I was going to say, Batman, I mean, Robin at least always wears his red and yellow. Yeah, Batman's wearing a blue suit now, too. I don't know what you're talking about. All I see is Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson. <laughs> this is true. Anyway, so they're going away, and then we get a panel of this kid saying, who do you think you are spoiling our story, as if he's going to come back and do something, but this is the last we see of him. Yeah, we don't see him again. And he's got a different hat on, because that's the kid that looked like Jughead in the one, and now he's got a regular hat on. In this yeah, one. you're right. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> Benjamin Franklin takes Dick and Bruce back to his house, and shows him a giant picture of that he has a Batman and Robin. He's got a bunch of news articles on the displayed on the wall. He's got like a batarang. You know what's weird? He says that the all this stuff costs a lot of money, so he had to move into this little attic room to make up for it. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like this guy's got a problem. Yeah. He's a collector. Anyway, the headlines are Robin rescues Batman from killers, which could be like seventeen different stories. Batman shuffles Joker back to prison, which is, I think that's happened like 19 times. Yep. And then pretty vague. And then the Batman blasts Nazi spy ring, which happened like last issue, last Batman issue, I think happened. Uh, There was a couple of Nazis though too, wasn't there? Yeah, but most of them, they're like, what if stories or stupid things like that. True. There's, there, but I think the last one, they actually did do a spy ring. I think so. Yeah. It, on the first story, there's a reference to the fourth story of Batman number 13. It was a few issues ago. So, yeah, so he shows some Ro- Robin's cape that he lost them during one caper. He shows, like, a rope that Batman, he had got from the, I guess he stole it from the police. I was going to say, I actually thought this was kind of cool. But I, and but reading it, I was like, "Wait, but how did he get this?" Like yeah. he and I he also stole evidence. That this guy was maybe going to die, and they were going to take all this stuff and put it into the Batcave. So he had, or he was going to give it to them. I thought the same. Yeah. Like this is stuff going into their collection. Yeah, but like the rope was used to tie up the penguin, and then the cops had it. So I don't know how he got it. 
And he's talking to him about his book and how he can't really finish the book until he actually meets Batman and Robin. Because how can he really know them if he doesn't have met them, you know? So, Bruce and Dick leave and say, oh, we have a strong feeling you meet them, don't worry. And they plan to visit them tomorrow as Batman and Robin. Meanwhile, outside of a jewelry store, a criminal known as the Conjurer, which this is his only appearance, so... Weird, too, because we are we got, like, a, a couple pages first before we got to the Conjurer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I, I like the Conjurer. Surprised they didn't do anything yeah. else with him. So, the Conjurer is outside a jewelry store, and he says he's gonna he's magic, and he can destroy everyone with a thought. And then two thugs at the back of the crowd sell fireworks. And what- I was going to say, are they fireworks? They never really say what it is. They just you see booms in the sky. So I'm like, I'm assuming it's fireworks, right? The, the one guy literally says, ready with the fireworks, Creeper. <laughs> I guess I missed that one. Okay. <laughs> so it's fireworks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's fireworks. Yeah, it's yeah. fireworks. <laughs> and so they set off the fireworks, which scares everybody. They go onto a... Um, uh, rampage, a uh, riot, yeah, riot. Which, Which is strange. I didn't understand how the riots like automatically start instead of people just running. Yeah, I don't know. The riots are enough to distract everybody. This is not the first riot we get either. Right, it's not the only either. And so, as the people arrive in, the conjurer and his goons steal steal a bag of jewelry and start to run away. But meanwhile. Bruce and Dick just happen to wander by that particular jewelry store as this is happening. Listen, they're very lucky. And a lightning change of costumes, and they're on the scene as Batman and Robin. Yeah, they gotta say that, because in the beginning, they were taking a long time to change, and now they're getting lightning changes. Yeah, now yeah. they change so fast. Yeah, they've been practicing for a while, though, too. Yeah, we talked about this in the last one, where it was like, yeah. it used to take a half hour. Now it's seconds. <laughs> I just like that they, we talked about it, and now they're mentioning lightning mm-hmm. changes. So, Batman and Robin show up, they, there's a bit of a scuffle between the guys, but the Conjurer uses, like, a Star Trek laser gun to, sp- to shoot smoke um, ammonia fumes at Batman and Robin to blind them, and they get smell, away. You ever smell ammonia, though? It's pretty bad. It's That's potent. Like, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Very potent. <laughs> and then, I just want to point out, the next six panels are just covered in text. Yeah, it's a book. Yeah, Smoky. I got to that page and was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, you only see half of people's heads sometimes. It's that much text. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. So, back at the Conjurer's hideout, he's like, how are we going to deal with Batman? If only we can figure out what he's, how he does what he does. And then his minion named Creeper, which is actually a superhero in DC, I think. Yeah. I think it's Jack Ryder who becomes the Creeper. Anyway, not here or there. He says... I don't know, maybe we can get someone to help with figuring out Batman. He And he said he was walking th- through the park one day and he heard this old kid talking about this old kid. This old guy talking to kids about stories about Marrow. He should know a lot. And he's like, hey, that's a good idea. So he goes visit Benjamin Franklin as and pretends to be a newest reporter. And Benjamin Franklin tells him all the tricks that Batman has used against his... his um And, and his he tells him about how certain ones actually... Some of their tricks worked against Batman. Yes. So, that later, the Contra's goo knock out, I think it's a police officer? Could be a security uh, guard? Yeah, it might be a security guard. He's it's got, like, the baton thing that he's twirling around, so maybe, yeah, maybe security too, I don't know. 
I don't know. Anyway, they steal his uniform so they can get into a bank. And the uniform tricks the security guard or cop in there. And they beat him up and tie him up. Meanwhile, Batman and Robin just happen to be driving by where and find the unconscious police officer because they just happen to be in that part of the city. And I'm not sure how they get to... Oh, they see the conjurer and his goons walking out of the bank. And so they go after him. But no, a chicken wire falls from... Yeah, it's the chicken wire that the penguin used to catch them before. Yes. yes. He, he got that idea from the... Old he man. Call him Benjamin Franklin, but I'm not sure what his name is. I don't remember what his name is either. <laughs> he does have a name. Yeah, but I'm just... He says the chicken wire fell from the telephone wires. It does say that they're connected to the telephone wires. Or something. They, like, I sprung a trap. Wire. I don't know how they managed that trap, though. They don't go into it. I just mean they're... It's supposed well, to be like... It seems like a pretty hook- dangerous move to hook the chicken wire to the telephone wires. They hooked it to the telephone wires and then they made a phone call that they knew was going to go through those wires and made it vibrate. <laughs> oh. And shut, drop. So, okay. I mean, that, that's a good explanation, Danny, I guess. <laughs> it works. Anyway, they, they so the Conjurers group gets away and Batman and Robert are like dumbfounded that they fell for this trick again. And they're like, how do they... How did they? I, I'm like stumbling here. They they, they want to know. What, they realize that it's the same thing that the penguin did, and they want to know how he could have possibly found out about it. Right. So they just wander a few blocks, I guess, because it's just. And sure enough, if they're prowling a few blocks, they find some guys up in a building. Uh, I forget what it is. It's some kind of broker's building. I think it is. They said earlier. This is their plan. They were robbing it. And Batman and Robin see the light. So they climb the building. And they're about to use a rope to cut over. But Batman's like, oh, I'm not falling for that trick. Yeah, this because, person- well, that's the same thing. They found out. That's another. The Benjamin Franklin guy told him that Batman will swing from the other building. So they, they set it up on purpose up there. Yes. I don't know what the trap was. I'm not sure either. Because they weren't even up there. <laughs> no, because they see that it doesn't work. And they drive away in their car. Yeah, they weren't even up there. They just left. So, I don't know what the plan was, but we're moving on. Batman gets in his car with Robin, and they go and visit Benjamin Franklin. And Batman's like, hey, we got caught in this thing and, and by this guy. And, there, and the Benjamin Franklin guy feels all sad and heartbroken, but doesn't admit that he did it. And Bruce is at home later with Dick says he couldn't bring himself to blame the old guy for what happened. But the That's old guys... Weird. Like, wouldn't you have said, oh, man, I just talked to a guy and told him this. Yeah, but he's his heroes. And, he, yeah, he's embarrassed in front of them to uh, tell him, like, hey, I screwed up. And now he doesn't know what to do because he messed up. But so now he feels he, ashamed. Yes. Now he, um, packing up all of his stuff. And I guess his plans on giving them back to Batman? Or, I so I kind of thought that he was leaving. Like, he's packing his stuff up and leaving so that the guy doesn't come back to try to get more information from him. That's what I got out of it. I don't know exactly, but... Well, it doesn't work. He no. tells them he wants... It's the old, He's going to have to tell them. And they're going to think that he's a daughter and old fool. I don't know. Anyway, while he's doing that, the the conjurer shows up at the Benjamin Franklin's house and he says, Hey, want to tell me more stuff about Batman? And he's like, No, I'm not telling you. And then he pulls a gun on him and says, You're telling me. And he's like, Yeah, I don't want to die. I'll tell you what you want to know. So, I'll do whatever you want, just don't kill me. Yep. And so they put him in the car, and they drive on. And then the narrator 
and does the narrator thing. And Batman and Robin show back up at Benjamin Franklin's house. But he's not there. But he's gone. Right. And they don't know they don't know what to do, but they are go- know of where are they going? The Van Gogh mansion for some reason. Exclusive group gathered on the lawn of the Van Gogh mansion. And Batman and Robin had already s- Okay. Let me follow the steps. Uh, the cats are attacking each other behind me. <laughs> so Batman and Robin Already replaying on the scout, not the Van Gogh mentioned because, you know, at this point, you think as much crime that happens to rich people in this town, they would stop to getting together with these big lavish parties and getting robbed by the supervillains. They, they don't have nothing else to do. We talked about this before. They don't have televisions in every house. Yeah, and they, and they like it. They like it. Yeah, they want to get robbed. Yeah, they want to get robbed. And what's Batman going to do if they don't? Yeah. I mean, the criminals will still be criminals. I'm just yeah, saying, don't throw, do. just don't throw a giant lavish party at you on your front lawn, or, or don't advertise it. Tell there your you friends go. to come, but don't put it in the newspaper that you're having this giant party with all this stuff. Like that—that's the problem. Well, predictably, the conjurer shows up here, and for some reason, they give us a blueprint of the entire lawn. Well, they're telling you how they're going to set the cars up and stuff. So that they leave the one car ready for Batman to take to follow them. Oh, right, because Benjamin and Franklin told them to leave, put up X time bomb in the car. So when the Batman would take that car, they chase them when they try to get away, which is a it, stupid plan. Yes, it is. Very this guy stupid, does not. This guy does not know Batman as well as he thinks he does. I was just confused. I thought that he was trying to come up with a plan. To kind of sabotage this guy, not necessarily tell him the right things to get Batman. Oh, oh, it's an auction. That's right. Yes, it's an auction. All right. Anyway, but yeah, no, it's a. It, this is was the plan that he literally legitimately came up to try and stop Batman. As if Batman doesn't show up in his car or his plane, why wouldn't he just use his own vehicles to chase after him if they ran away? But there's a running vehicle right there. Yeah, and plus he wants to get that bomb vehicle away from people. He says that later. Well, he does, but the, uh, the initial plan is to have Batman get in that car. Oh, well, oh, I, oh, that's what I'm saying, though. I don't. I think that's the plan he tells the Conjurer to use, but he doesn't really actually mean. Like Ben Franklin doesn't actually want that to happen. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't know. But I, I, I don't know for sure, but that's kind of the way I got it. I, I got that he doesn't want it to happen, but I didn't take it that he came up with a bad plan on purpose either. And I did. I kind of thought he was like purposely No, because the evidence misleading. doesn't support that at all. His reactions to it doesn't report, support it at all. I mean, he hops in that vehicle and drives Because away. he got away and realized, oh, I can't let this happen. See, Which I think we- he planned to get away the whole time. The old man planned to get away. That's what I thought. That's my interpretation. No, I don't think so. I'm just saying. Anyway, I, at the auction... I read it that way. At the auction, they're selling a gold bus of Apollo, and then suddenly lights just rain into the sky, because that's all it is. It's just lights shooting out from the fountains, which blinds people for some reason. I, and I thought there was water, so it's like they put these fans or something... In the, I feel like somebody yells. It's raining too, don't they? Like I don't that's why I said I think they put like something in the fountains to make the water splash all over everybody, plus the lights. It says suddenly two powerful blasts of air sh- 
of air strike the twin fountains, drenching the throng in a white haze of moisture. Yeah, I don't know what the what it's made the water go. Find out what that is. It's just water. <laughs> the yeah, but what makes the water go all over them? Uh, a blast of fan air. Trucks. Fan trucks. Yeah, there the trucks. they are. Fan trucks. Yeah, yeah, they got a blueprint there. But so they wet the people, and then they shoot brilliant beams of colored light that shatter into countless millions of tiny rays, blinding all eyes with bewildered beauty. So they wet the people and put shine a light in their eyes, and that's it. That is the ex- that's that's the extent of this plan. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, Batman and Robin show up from their helicopter, which is still running because they leave it on autopilot up in the air. Is it a helicopter? What is that thing? That's a bat plane. I don't know. Yeah, but it's got like a weird like triangle above it. Or something. Yeah, it's got a tripod on top. I don't know. It's the the bat pl- the vehicle's it designs. Be a helicopter because it sits in one place. I yes, know. It does. But the yeah. designs never made sense. Yeah, Who cares? Yeah. So. Yeah, Batman and Robin show up, and then the Conjurer sees them, and they're like, oh no, we gotta go, we're leaving. But the old guy gets away, jumps in the car with a time bomb, and starts driving away. Meanwhile, Batman and Robin beat up the Conjurer and his group, and they capture him and give him over to police, and that's the end of their story. But the comic's still going at this point. And there's a whole other book. Yes. It's a lot of words. Yeah. The old guy gets is driving in the car, and Batman shows up. He thinks he's gonna die. He's gonna try and get the, out of the city, and he's go. But if he has to die blowing up this car, he will. But Batman shows up and tells him he's got less than a second yeah. to, to jump out, which is impossible. That car should have blown up. Well, he did anyway. <laughs> so the old guy jumps out in the Batman's arm. The car blows up. They fly away, and then Batman and Robin are helping him with the book at the end, and yeah. they're like. Batman's going to write a forward for it, I think, or something. Yeah, Batman's going to yeah. write a forward through it, but he likes that he says that Benjamin Franklin's writing is really good that he's even thrilled by the, his own adventures and he was there, and but and he's going to write a forward saying that Benjamin Franklin is one is better than me, essentially. The his end. name is B. Boswell Brown. We called him Benjamin Franklin the whole book. Oh, okay. Well, TJ, so I called him. Then I couldn't even remember his name. I couldn't either. I kept and calling him Benjamin Franklin. This is what I meant by they don't push real hard with the uh, the American stuff, but he does call him a uh, fine American. Yeah, but to be fair to me, Lumpy called him Benjamin Franklin first, and I just rolled with it. I did. Well, I did. Benjamin Franklin. I mean, for what we know, Benjamin Franklin looks like. I wasn't around back then, but you were. But I just went, so I just went with it because I I knew his name the entire time. But I yeah, just, I just like, thought he looked like Benjamin Franklin. So to describe him, I thought that would be good for our list. So that became his name. Yes. Anyhow, that story's done. Anything else to say on that one? Well, usually I say like what is going on, but I forgot to look up the synopsis. <laughs> there we go, Batman number seventeen. <laughs> All right, we got appearing in Batman's biographer, Batman Robin. B. Boswell Brown, single appearance. The Conjurer and the Creeper, both single appearances. Officer Flannery, apparently he died after they hit him because that was his single appearance. And then we got Gotham City, the Bat Rope, the Utility Belt, the Bat Plane, and the Bat Mobile. Did you guys like this story? I, thought it was I did. I liked it. Yeah, Too wordy, but I liked the story. It just didn't feel like anything happened in it. It wasn't awful, though. Like, it, like... I know. I, I agree. It was like nothing happened, but I didn't hate the story. Like I, it was. I liked. 
I like to think that the guy was going to be their biographer, and then he messed up and gave them, gave them the information. Even though all they really would have had to do was wait for the book to come out, and they could have read the book, and they could. Yeah, but none of it matters because nothing, none of this comes back ever. Well, that's kind of my thing. I actually like the Conjurer. I like that he used like fireworks and like I, I like the villain, but he never comes back again, so he's just done. So yeah, well, that's what kind of sucks. I think a lot of these are written because they, they want to eventually bring them back if they need to. And then they just forget about them. And the, Yeah, and then they forget about them. But I, I like The Conjurer. I'm a, I don't I'm, know. The Conjurer just felt incompetent to me. <laughs> like think? Villains, half of them. Maybe not incompetent's not the right word, but like in practice, he's kind of doesn't do anything. He just throws water at you and blinds you with lights. It worked. He's, he's basically yeah, a magician. Because it only works because he's working in Gotham. Well, yeah, I'll agree with that, yes. Because anywhere else, this guy would have been caught in three seconds. I'm just saying. I like the Conjurer. I want to bring the Conjurer back. <sighs> I want to see more fireworks and, and water spraying. I'm going to write a Batman book. Okay, let's see how well that goes. <laughs> I'm kind of stolen here, because Uncle Chris needs to go over to the next splash page. What was the... No, I don't. Yes, uh, you do. Me... I went over the first one. No, you didn't. You went over to cover. Oh, that's why I, I decided to do what I was doing, because I thought I went over to cover, so he's got the next cover. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm good. All right. <laughs> so, here we go. Splash page. You want me to do it now? Hold on. The next story is called The Penguin Goes A-Hunting. Now you may go. Okay. It's uh, Red Batman with Robin. It says Batman real big and red. And Batman and Robin are jumping a fence on horses, chasing a couple dogs and maybe a fox and a rabbit. <laughs> You see it on the bottom? There's a rabbit. And a fox. penguin. And a penguin. And then we got four victory by United States war bonds and stamps. Not a penguin, the penguin. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> the penguin looks like he's out of breath, too. He's like got a little puff of like air coming out of his mouth. This is kind of canon. Except for the bunny rabbit and the fox. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the penguin's on horseback when it's happened, so... Is it? Sure. Yeah. Anyway. So, we open up this story with the penguin. The penguin has broken out of jail. Again. Again. <laughs> but he's not doing his normal plot and schemes or something. Instead, he's going to a lecture by this guy named Warden Keys, which is the warden of his prison that he just escaped from. And the lecture's about on today's greatest criminals and their foes. And so the penguin wants to go hear about himself. So, Bruce and Dick are also at this lecture and warden keys starts to do his lecture and he talks about the joker the catwoman and scarecrow how they're the best villains but the penguin's like they didn't mention me and so he asks, what about the penguin and then the warden says i'm glad you ask as the penguin is nothing more than an one is a one trick has a one trick mind without and without his umbrellas he'd just be another another third rate chiseler with delusions of grandeur <laughs> the penguin sucks yeah, essentially. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Bruce and Dick s suspect the guy who just asked about the penguin, and a cop's there who also recognizes, hey, that's the penguin, because it's the penguin. Because yeah, he didn't put a disguise on. He just went there as the penguin. Yeah. Yeah, they say the nerve of this guy. He would come and call attention to he's himself, proven, knowing that everyone's going to that he's not a genius him. criminal. That's what he's doing. But what's... Which worse though is the cop doesn't recognize him as the penguin. He only recognizes him as the penguin because of his umbrella, as if as as if the small guy, small heavyset guy with the top hat and monocle, isn't known as the penguin. 
Well, he says the nerve of him calling attention to himself when he knows his face is familiar to every cop. Oh, I just thought it was just the umbrella that it recognized. I don't know why I thought that. <laughs> no, he says it's his face. Anyway, the penguin escapes the place by climbing out a window and jumping out of it. He shoots his umbrella. Uh, he shoots a gun out of a cop's hand with his umbrella and then hooks the back of a car and gets away with the back of his umbrella, which I don't know how he didn't get his shoulder dislocated or broken on that one, but we're but moving on. They already made a point to say that he would be nothing with his um, out of his umbrella and then he used his umbrella five times to get away. Yes. Yeah. And the penguins, you know, stewing over this. I'm nothing without my umbrellas, huh? And then he comes across a sport and goods store. And the next day, Bruce is reading the paper because that's how he finds out all of his information. And he finds out the penguin has robbed us the sporting goods store and stole fishing rods and guns. Yeah. I love this. So you know. Yeah. So <laughs> And then he practices too. <laughs> he does. He practices <laughs> fly fishing and and catches a goldfish out of a goldfish jar in his that's I guess tough. it's his apartment. That's, like easy. that's that's serious right there. Yeah. He's yeah. good. The penguin's really good with his rod, yes. So he decides he's gonna look out the window. Does he go to different places? As he's I don't know. Out of his own apartment. <laughs> so I thought, is he in one window and just spotting different windows to cast to? That's like, what it looks he like. Doesn't have to go anywhere. He's really, he just... really good with that. <laughs> he's really good. I love this. <laughs> so he, he casts his... money off somebody's desk. Well, yeah, multiple he, desks. He snatches piles of money off of multiple gonna, desks. We're gonna get to that right now. He so he casts his rod into a brokerage office and steals a bunch of bonds off of the desk. As a guy calls in his assistant to take them, and she's like, "Where is it?" Meanwhile, another at a loan company, a guy's about to get eighty thousand dollars from the loan, and as he's signing the papers, but the penguin steals the money off that desk. And he, I guess he just keeps doing this for an hour. His bag is full. Jock full. so much money. The, the bonds were over a million dollars, and then it was half a million dollars. Then it was $80,000 for the, for the papers. Listen, I think he earned it. I'm not even going to argue that point. I'm not even going to argue the <laughs> stupidity of the Penguins thing here. What I'm going to say is that these idiot people leaving this much money on their desks like this is ridiculous. This is why Gotham people get robbed every yeah. week. Yeah, it's their own fault, kind of. This this is literally their own fault. This guy's not even looking at the $80,000 <laughs> on his desk as he's talking to a guy, and, and it just gets swiped out the window. <laughs> hey, they don't they even go? notice it's gone. Not until they go to get it, and it's like, hey, where'd that money go? You would think if this is, this guy's coming into the loan office for $80,000, he would sign all the paperwork and stuff, and then go to a safe and take out the money. Yeah. But no, it's just sitting there on the desk. I love it. <laughs> so yeah, so the Penguin's kind of rich now, and so he he leaves, I guess, his apartment. I don't know where he is, but... Bruce sees him walking by, and he's like, I recognize that guy. Ah, maybe it's just some guy that I've met somewhere on one of my vacations or something. Or maybe it's just one of our power brokers that's going on vacation or something. But he knows the Penguin had just gotten fishing rods. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, does that mean you gotta 
go after everybody with a fishing rod to think everyone is? That's it's a, that's judgmental, it's Lumpy. It's, it's judgmental. Listen, it's a short, fat guy with a monocle. The only difference is he has a a yellow cap and a fishing rod. Yeah, but don't all power brokers have are short, fat guys with monocles? Do you know how many people think I'm somebody else all the time because I'm just a short, fat, white guy with a beard? <laughs> people mistake me all the time, okay? Exactly. You just <laughs> proved my point. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to try everybody. It's the only way you're going to get away. You're the only way you're going to find them. Yeah, so he just thought it was someone else. Could possibly the penguin. Because the penguin doesn't dress like that. He just literally showed up at a lecture hall as the penguin. You think he's going to change outfits now? Yes. Well, later on, he looks like Elmer Fudd, so. I was going to say, the next one, his next <laughs> outfit is, is even better. So. <laughs> his next plan is even better. Yeah, I like his next plan, too. Anyway, at home, Bruce is listening to the radio because, of course, he is. This is how he finds out all of his misinformation as well. And he hears about the money being stolen, and Bruce is like, oh, that's why I recognize that guy. World's greatest detective, everyone. Yep. Yes. Too late now, he took his hat off, so you're never going to find him, so. So anyway, at night, Batman and Robin are prowling the streets, and I'm not sure where they're going and how they end up at this place. Oh, I I got I remember that. Yeah, they're just in their Batmobile cruising around. Meanwhile, a bulky parcel arrives at a mansion. And it is huge. It looks like a giant jewelry box for a ring. Yeah, it yes. does. It's giant. The two guys got to carry it in. It's got a bow on it the size you would put on a car if you were giving it to someone. Except right. the thing that comes out of it is three times that size. Well, <laughs> well, we'll get to that in a moment. So this mansion is throwing a birthday party for its the spoiled little brat. Yes. Essentially. Because inside the present was... A rubber, giant rubber wolf, His, right? The kid's name is yes. Wolf, though. I the oh, last okay. name, their last name is yeah. Wolf. A birthday <laughs> present for Wolf's kid. That's what it says. So their and last name's Wolf. Giant rubber thing. So it's made of rubber, so it makes sense he could like bend it and squeeze it into that package. They make a point to say it's rubber so that he can take it with them to their beach house. Well, and the kid likes like balls apparently like rubber things from what i got it out of it oh okay yeah i don't know but where it's i read full. it it's but you it's don't full this. of something yeah but you we're don't not want this thing we're not there yet right so so they open it up and the kid doesn't like it he says he wants a, a real locomotive and a steam yacht not this junk so what I re- well, this next part is what he deserves i hope he gets all of his toys stolen <laughs> agreed outside as the kids complain him, the penguin is up in the tree with a hunting rifle. And he's dressed like Elmer Fudd. He's got he an Elmer Fudd exactly. hat, he's got checkered pants on, and a blue shirt. The penguin doesn't even look like the penguin. Why didn't he change his outfit when he went to that party in the beginning? Well, that's why he's continually changing, because he got oh, caught at the party. Because he got caught at the party. This, yeah, whole, uh, this whole plan is because uh, they made fun of him and said, you're a one-trick pony. Yeah, so he's being a five-trick pony instead. <laughs> Yeah, and so the penguin shoots the giant rubber wolf from the tree, and inside it is knockout gas, and it knocks out everybody within the party. So his goons come in with gas masks and start stealing it, but Batman and Robin heard the shot and drive to the mansion. They see the guys running out. They get into a fight. They're they like, the "What?" Shot from their house, they were driving around. Yeah, they were okay. just driving. And they heard the shot, and they know exactly where the shot came from from the yeah. sound because you know. They just know that stuff, I guess. Yes. 
But Batman asks, "Where's Penguin?" And Penguin says, "I'm up here," and hits him in the head with a back in the head with a gun. <laughs> and then Robin gets knocked out too, and they two get knocked out. So, so they just realized that was a two knockout. Yeah, yeah, double knockout. So that's Batman's fifty fourth knocked out, and Robin's thirty ninth. And so they're unconscious for a couple hours, apparently, because hours. so long that Robin's like Batman. Are you ever going to wake up? <laughs> There's no cold water around. Oh yeah. That's true. That is true. We find out that we find out cold water works in the last story. Yes, yeah. there's no cold water here to wake him up. You're right. This, I mean, we we've, we've discussed this many times. Cold water is the only thing that helps. Yes. So the penguin is bragging that he um, he's going to steal all the value, steal the trophies, sporting trophies from the. Ex- a special exhibit that's happening. Okay, I guess that's a thing that happens. I'm done trying to argue. <laughs> There's no logic. You can't. Yeah. You can't put logic in. You have to leave that behind. They break into a tape warehouse and steal all the tape. Like yes. they do it all the time. But yeah. So, but he wants Batman and Robin alive because he wants them to see it. I'm. De- well, I guess. Or because he wants them to be in the next story. That's why. That too. <laughs> but just to make sure he doesn't escape. Penguin opens the door, and two very beaten and hung dogs come out of it. They kind of look like hyenas to me, but that's just me. They are drawn kind of like hyenas. He literally says, I've starved them and made them vicious for such an occasion as this. Yes. They're starving and beaten. Yeah. Well, he's the penguin. He's a terrible person. (laughs) That's pretty bad, though. True. Where's PETA when this stuff's going on, you know? Did Peter even exist in like that? We're not going down that. No, that we're not. We're, we're not. <laughs> you want to find out? Look it up yourself. <laughs> anyway, so the dogs are going to make sure Batman and Robin don't do anything. Because if they move an inch, the dogs are going to eat them. And then something really, really stupid happens. I uh, Yes. Penguin, it's, not, it's not false, though. Penguin leaves. And then Batman says, nice doggy. And they calm down. Wait. Okay, that that's the that's not the part I was talking about. Yes, he does. He talks to them very nicely. He talks and with a gentle voice, and they he, calm down. He yeah. said they say because of Batman's persuasive voice, the dogs calm down. And yeah, I don't think that's what happens. Those dogs eat Batman and Robin alive for moving because they're hungry and starving. Yeah, but what if what if Batman says you're a good boy? Who's a good boy? I think I think they calm down. Have you ever encountered? You're a mailman. You should know. You should know what angry dogs do. So next time you come to one, you say, "Yeah, I'll just say who's you don't like the penguin. You don't like the penguin any better than we do, huh? (laughs) Maybe we can get together on this." Your cat agrees. Sometimes TJ gets angry about these comments. We go, "Oh, who's a good boy? Oh, TJ, you're a good boy. Come here, let me ruffle your hair, TJ." Pat you on the head. <laughs> Who's a good boy? Anyway, this gets dumber. <laughs> no, it doesn't. This works. Okay, this gets dumber because Batman uh, knocks over a candle holder, takes the candle, rubs it against the ropes. Because where's the explanation? It's made of tallow. I don't know what tallow is, and I didn't. Uh, know. So it's made of suet. It's it. The candles are made of tallow, which is nothing more or less than suet. Yes. And suet, even when flavored with manila, with man, flav, when flavored with manila rope, because I guess manila the rope, rope is manila, it tastes yeah. it tastes good to the dogs. So have um, you ever tell, seen it the says blocks? Right here, tell, 
Tallow oh. is a rendered form of beef or mutton fat, primarily made of triglycerides. So oh, you know, TJ, maybe it's not that stupid. The blocks of bird seed, like you see it, it's all held together, and they put it outside, like they hang it from a tree for the birds to eat. They use yeah. it for that too. It's that my, so it's like animal fat. It's my, rendered fat. My problem isn't that the dog doesn't isn't going to eat the rope. That's fine. My problem is is that the ro- dog only eats the rope and doesn't try to chew Batman's arm off. Well, Batman talked to him said, nicely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no. This dog is way too intelligent. This dog would be chewing that rope and his freaking arms off right now. No, that you don't is the problem. The hand that feeds you. Yeah, see, Batman, Batman just hand. fed him. With his hand, and it's the hand that feeds you. Batman just fed him. Yeah. And he said anyway. he's a good boy. And a good boy. <laughs> he talked to him very nicely, TJ. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he's not going to bite him. Uh, it was a stupid plane. It's it's <laughs> up there with the exploding plants. I don't know. If I if you gave a ferocious dog some, some beef fat, it would probably eat the beef fat and not you. Yeah. If the beef fat's not tied around your wrist. He rubbed it on there. Oh, okay. And you know what? He did rub it on there. You're right. But those candles are also just sitting on the floor. Why don't they just go for the candles that are there? <laughs> so so there are two other candles within reach. Yeah. Tony, I'll give you that. I will give you that. Maybe that Batman Batman has anti-dog bite gloves on. He's got anti-dog bite gloves on. He blocks bullets with them, so... Yeah. I don't know. Batman's really mean to animals. I'm really having a hard time believing this, because the next stories tell us that he's mean to animals. We'll get to it. <laughs> he has killed multiple animals. And he he's going to kill more in this. Yeah, he killed an alligator once, and yeah, there's another one coming. No, he did not kill an alligator. That was in a dream. <laughs> that was Those dreams the alligator are, died. are canon, TJ. The alligator no, died. they're in Robin's head. <laughs> the alligator died. All I remember is he killed an alligator. I didn't know it was a dream. <laughs> yeah, it was an it was an alligator and Robin's dream because he said he it was the size of a too. it was the size of a dream. Yes, he has killed other animals. He but- actually has killed the same thing he's about to kill. Yeah, that's right. Days. He did. He did. <laughs> I think he's killed. Uh, didn't he like choke out a cheetah one time too? Yes. I think. Yeah, he yes. did. But we think that was just knocked out. I don't know. I, I remember the one with the giant T-Rex, T-Rex robot. There were a lot of animals he killed in that one. Yeah, he did kill. And he killed an alligator once. And he killed an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <Anyhow. laughs> at the exhibition sports show, Penguin shows up with a couple of horses that his grooms stole from the Horn and Hunt Club stables, which I guess means they're elite jumping horses. And the guy just lets them in and says, okay, I guess you can go in. Sucky security, but whatever. So Penguin and his goons ride through the, the halls of the expedition and pull a gun on the guy and say, give me all the trophies. And apparently the trophies are, you know, engraved with diamonds and emeralds and rubies. I don't think I've ever seen a trophy with precious jewels in it. You've never, I've been, never been to no You've horse. never been sport hunting. Horse. Yeah, I've never been to that stuff. It seems a bit much... I'll be honest, I've never seen one either. So, so. I, can't, I, I will give you, I've never seen them. But apparently this is pretty extravagant here. When I used to go to sport hunting events, I always saw those kind of trophies. Yeah. Okay. And apparently, there's, apparently there's a trophy from Louis the Thirteenth. See? That's what it says. But that one's not even extravagant. It's just a silver so pot wait, looking. 
Are they reusing trophies? Is that what they're doing? I don't know. What's going on here? <laughs> there, it said the sign says "Famous Sporting Trophies of History." Oh, so it's like a trophy convention. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was like. I didn't even want to go into it because it was yeah. stupid. Well, they always have parties about everything. I know that's why I didn't complain <laughs> about it this time. I, I reached my limit when we talked about the flower convention last week. Yeah, we got a trophy convention this week. Okay. Every week, every week, Batman goes to some convention. So. I didn't understand what was going. On. I thought it was a, a sporting event. Like I now, I, now I really don't understand why they let them <laughs> walk by with horses. Right, yeah, there should have been no horses brought in. Yeah, why? I thought thought it was some kind of like, oh, they're going to hunt on these horses or something. But no, it's like an event, and the horses don't even belong there. I don't know. Batman shows up with the dogs, though, and lets them loose on them, because, you know, that's what you do. The dogs are his buddy now, yeah. He he lets angry, hungry dogs Uh loose in the convention. It's not just the bad guys in there. (laughs) Everybody is in there. Yeah, but the dogs know to go after just the penguin dog. Yeah, no. the ones that beat them. Yeah, the because because Batman had time to train them to do that in the last. He said, "Well, he, hour. Said, it, he said it very nicely to them. Only by uh, bad yeah. guys." Yeah. Do you think Batman's got what's his name from Jessica Jones, the bad guy? Oh yeah, Purple Man or whatever. The Purple yeah. Man powers. Do you think he's got Purple Man powers when it comes yeah. to animals? Is that he what just, this is? Yeah, yeah. He just tells animals him. and plants. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, maybe because the next couple panels, something else happens. I can't wait for the next one. <laughs> I forgot. So I can't wait for this. So one of the crooks climbs a tree in a inside camp. Inside the exhibit. Inside the exhibit, there's a camp that existed. And for some reason, they got this poor raccoon, live raccoon chained to the tree. Chained to the tree limb that is like 10 foot in the air. It is chained onto the tree limb. And it doesn't look like, it doesn't even look like the raccoon can get down. It looks like it's stuck up there. These people are cruel. It would hang itself. It would hang itself. If it falls off the branch, it's dead. It's hanging by its neck. Well, anyway, I can't an exhibit without a live raccoon in a tree. <laughs> without a live raccoon <laughs> chained to the tree branch. You can't have it. And just so happens the guy climbs up that tree. He didn't see the sign. The sign says live <laughs> raccoon in tree. It does. it does. Well, he climbs it and the raccoon attacks the guy. <laughs> Meanwhile, the other goon is about to shoot Robin, but Robin, I don't know, kicks. What's he kicks is it? Is this outside? No, this is inside. This is well, an exhibit. Robin, the guy falls into a campfire. <laughs> a burning campfire. <laughs> no, and Robin punches him into the campfire. Yep. Yeah. Meanwhile, Batman hits another guy with a paddle from a canoe. And it Penguin... That's a weird thing. Did you see what Batman says? It says, says when, a ki- when a canoe paddles a man, that's news. What does that even mean? It means you normally the, you p- use the paddle to use the canoe, but when it... it I can- s- no, it's a Batman joke. They all terrible. In Soviet Russia, canoe paddles you. <laughs> I don't think we're allowed to talk about Russia these days. No, we're not. Well, we're going to keep well, going. Right we got a couple years. Talk. We got a couple years until this comes out. So you're good. Yeah, we're that's good. fair. Hopefully, hopefully it's all over by then. So good. You might have to edit that part out. <laughs> I said Soviet Russia. <laughs> No, I said, uh, maybe at the end of the part where I said we got a couple years before this comes out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Penguin notices this isn't going well, so he takes his horse, jumps over a thing, and he uh, then he starts to run away. And then Batman and Robin suddenly got horses, and they chase after him. Yeah, they know how to ride horses, too. They know everything. I, I, I know. They just, they're just yeah. f- fantastic. 
Between dogs and, like, the blink of an eye. So, Penguin's riding the horse through the streets, through traffic. A cop sees this and tries uh, to blockade him with his car. But Penguin just jumps over him. And then dogs jump over him. And then Batman and Robin jump over him. He says, that's it. Tomorrow he's transferring to the mounted horse division. They went for the television, like... The, the, the joke when everybody's going by the same cop and he's like ducking and he's ducking. It don't work really in comic books. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I understand what they were doing. It was like a Three Stooges thing where the guy keeps getting hit with a pot. You know, everybody that goes by does something to him and then he's like, I'm out of here. I quit. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm changing my job tomorrow. Yeah, it don't really work in comic books because you don't really get it. You're like, oh, okay. Now I see. And so then the Penguin rides up to a outside restaurant, I think, and or is it an umbrella convention? I'm not sure. <laughs> no, because there's a waiter. There's a. <laughs> I just thought they were having an umbrella convention. It's, a re- it's an outdoor restaurant. Because <laughs> the waiter there says he served rich woman's Pekingese pups. Is that what I think that means? No, like no, he's like. Rich people have brought their dogs to eat. Oh, okay. Because he, he's, he's not feeding rich women actual dogs. No. That's no, what no. I thought. No, 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 you no, thought no, he no. made a serve of Pekingese pops. Yeah. That's what I thought was going on there. Okay. I, I, I see what, you, what it is. This guy, like, this guy made a joke. Like, I've served dogs before. I've never had to serve horses. Like, the penguins. Okay. Yes. I thought he was feeding rich people dogs. So I still like the Umbrella Convention. <laughs> Still looks like one too, by the way. It does. It really does. There's a lot of people there too. It's just outdoor tables with umbrellas. He was joking. Well, everything's he a joked. convention. <laughs> he was I just know. saying how they have conventions. I know, but it would. I get what he was joking. It's just it would be make more sense if like everyone was just holding an umbrella. That would be an umbrella convention. This is. But they don't. I don't even see people at all. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a table umbrella. Not it a, is table better. umbrellas. Yeah, is that better? Um, there's people, they show up afterwards because the penguin's going to shoot into the crowd. Yeah, it's the next panel after the penguin shows down on the yeah. next page, Lump. There's a whole crowd behind that. No, I see that, but I'm saying, like, even, it, like, they're not around the tables. That crowd yeah, I know. Like I, I coming from somewhere else. Yeah, it's not allowed. It's part of the convention. They got a block roped off. No, roped off. no, it's just not open yet. It's just an umbrella exhibit. Yeah, so oh, okay. No, because an exhibit, well, you're still allowed to see the exhibit. You, not you just, in yet. It's it's there's, closed. That's why I no, said. There's a velvet rope around them, so you can only look from outside the velvet rope. Oh, I see. Yeah. Anyway, Penguin says he's going to shoot a bunch of people if Batman doesn't get off his horse and tell those dogs to go away. So Batman gets off his horse, grabs the rope, which I guess is connected to all the tables. It's wrapped around them, and it is wrapped around them. It's wrapped around them, surrounded by a. By a fountain. What is this thing? It's I don't know. Yeah. convention. Oh, I told you it's he told you already. <laughs> I already told you. You're going to listen to the fountain. You're going to go look and say, that is a nice umbrella. Look at that. A very nice umbrella exhibit. I oh, never wow, even look looked at, at what was going on here. This is ridiculous. I don't even know what this is supposed to be. <laughs> That's why I said it. it it's hey. just an outdoor space for people to eat dinner. It's roped off so you don't have just people walking through. His horse jumps over the rope, and then Batman grabs it, which makes it pull all them in like a lasso. It pulls all the tables towards it. Yeah, center. but are all the ropes like connected to the tables that they that the, yes. it makes no, it do that? 
No, they're on poles, but wrapped around it. So when he pulls it, it pulls it in like a like a okay. lasso. All right, they're vintage I got you. umbrellas. They they don't want nobody touching them. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. That, that, it this, spooks, that, this it spooks the horse because what happened? Yeah, I know this whole this whole story is stupid. But <laughs> the horse gets spooked and and bucks penguin into the fountain, yeah. and he's like he he does a Scooby Doo and says, "You blast that meddlers." If it hadn't been for you, yeah, he literally he says that. Kids. And then he takes the mask off the dog, and it's the Flash. But yeah. to be fair to the Penguin, this is still 20 years before Scooby-Doo. But anyway, Batman says he's going to put him in some nice dry horizontal stripes, so... And he does. Well, never mind. It's not important. <laughs> anyway, the next day, the Penguin's mad at the uh, Warden and saying it's his fault because he talked the Penguin to stop using his umbrellas, and he was foiled by umbrellas. <laughs> And and then it ends with the, I love it with the dumbest reveal. Bruce is reading the pe- that the paper and saying that the penguin's catcher, and then it's Robin or Dick is saying that it's funny how penguin got beat by his own re- umbrellas, and then Bruce reveals that he set this whole thing up. He knew that the penguin's weakness was vanity, so he set up this whole thing so that the penguin would come listen to this speech and cause him to stop using umbrellas. What? Where do you even see all this? He says it. Yeah, he says, is it true that you got the warden to make fun of Penguin's umbrellas, uh, hoping oh, to yeah. goad him into overachieving himself? Yes. Wait, and he, I don't, oh, okay, I got you. So, I wish they didn't put that in. That yeah, actually yeah. kind of ruined it for me. Like, right. I actually liked how clever they were with the umbrella thing at the end. With the umbrellas at the table and using it to, like, ground, he gets beat by it. I actually thought that was pretty clever. I know it was far-fetched and it was weird, but I liked how they used it where he got beat no, by the umbrellas. the story basically. was fine up until this one paragraph. Because yeah, I wish they didn't do that. They ruined it. Because it I is believable it's believable that the Penguin would go to this lecture just to hear himself be bragged about. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. But the fact that Bruce decided to make the warden do this lecture and the pe- no knew that the penguin was just going to show up how did he know the penguin was still even in the city maybe he ran to another city at this point yeah that's a, like i said i like this story and i actually thought it was it was interesting don't get me but, wrong the story is ridiculous and there's a lot of a lot of stupidity involved in it but it i was, agree it was fine for what it was up until this point they yeah, ruined I, it with that. I honestly, the I didn't even get what they were saying until you guys just said it. Thanks for ruining the whole story for me. <laughs> I, like that one. I, I liked it. I still liked it. I just kind of didn't pay attention to the end panel. It's just, why do you have to make Bruce seem like this? He knows everything everywhere. He's It's He's true. He's the greatest detective. But there is no detective work in that. It was just <laughs> like, uh, this is just, we're just going to say these things happen and they happen because we say so. Yeah, it, it's weird for him to say like he set the penguin up to go to that lecture. Like that doesn't that don't make sense to me. <sighs> All right, we what's who was in this one? Oh, man, hey. I forgot I had to do that again. No, I I'm good. Uh, <laughs> Appearing. Wait, that's the Rogues pageant. That ain't the right one. Okay, <clears throat> the penguin goes a hunting. Feature characters: Batman and Robin, and then says Penguin, and then then says Turk and Lefty. Both have single appearances. <laughs> And we got a lot of other characters, at least five here. Um, they're all single appearances except for Tyrus Wolf apparently comes back. Uh, Warden Keys, Mr. Gullet, Mr. Throckmorton, and Miss Meacham all have single appearances. But it says Tyrus Wolf, but it doesn't say single appearance for him. Is that the what kid or the... Again? That's the kid, yeah. I think. Tyrus sounds like the kid. 
It doesn't say Doss- it, it doesn't say single appearance, but there's not a link for him. Yeah, you can't click him either, so I don't know. Maybe he's coming up. Maybe it's going to be a, a new Tyrus. No, I just don't. They, I think they got lazy and decided they weren't going to do single appearance. <laughs> so locations, we had Gotham City and Wayne Manor, and then items, the Penguin's Umbrella, and the Batmobile. Okay. Anything else to say on that one? It was it was awesome, and Batman's a good dog trainer. I liked it. Buy, buy stamps and war bonds. Yeah, yeah, buy more stamps. Don't worry, it's going to come on the next page. <laughs> I flipped the page, and that's how I said it. Sorry, yeah. I, this, oh, I don't know what this is. Alright, going on to the third story called Rogue's Pageant. Grumpy's turn, right? Yes. Go for it. I, I was a little bit disappointed because when I read this, I thought, oh man, Rogue's Pageant, this, this means we're going to get lots of bad guys. Didn't happen. So there's an American flag. And it's kind of like setting up like an old-timey town. And Batman and Robin are leading the parade that's walking through the town. And Robin is spinning a baton. Batman is dragging two guys. Once They both still have guns in their hands. There's a marching band behind them. Big drum. People are watching. It's like a parade going on. Two American flags on this page. Three American flags on this page. Also for victory, by United States War Bonds and Stamps. Was it War Bonds and Stamps or Stamps and War Bonds? This says, buy United States War Bonds and Stamps. War Bonds and Um, Black Batman, Red Batman writing with Robin the Boy Wonder. Yeah, I am not seeing anything about Tyrus Wolf other than this comic. Yeah, that's what I was trying to look to. I, I was looking and I can't find any Tyrus Wolf anywhere. Yeah, no. I typed in Tyrus Wolf DC Comics and for some reason the new guys in Steppenwolf came up. Love Steppenwolf. Oh, Tyrus Steppenwolf. That's why. <laughs> no, Steppenwolf is a general for Steppenwolf is gen, general for Dark Side. Steppenwolf's know, a just, band. Yeah, it is a band. Magic Carpet Ride. They sing, they sing Magic Carpet Ride. <laughs> I'm not I don't singing. know. I'm not drinking this episode. I'm not singing. <laughs> and then for some reason, it has a link to this comic. But like, you know how they have. That one thing, and then underneath it, it's like a sublink for it, normally. And for some reason, the sublink is a character named Knockout, some female character that I've never even heard of, mm. who is apparently part of the new god. So I don't know why Tyrus... Oh, that's why Tyrus Wolf keeps coming up, because of Steppenwolf. Because they have it had the wolf in it. It's reading the wolf part of it. Oh, you just figured that out? I knew that's yeah. why it came up. No, I you did said, not. Well, you, you said Tyrus Wolf and Steppenwolf in the same sentence. There's Wolf at the end. Yeah, I did. It just, I just clicked. <laughs> okay, that's why that happened. Anyway, I don't know. Don't know anything about it. I, we're just going to assume that's a single appearance because otherwise something else would have came up at some point. Yeah, it must be, and they just didn't write single appearance. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so you did the splash page, right? Yep. Rogue's pageant. Yeah, don't say rogues. It, it, it kind of made me a little angry, too. It, yeah, it upset me when I read the story. Oh, Not well, that the you, story was bad. I just thought it was going to be in rogues gallery. Right. Like you thought it was going to be get. actual characters? Yeah, yeah I thought we were going to get some. Yeah, but we didn't get it. No, see, you forget. We already got the penguin. You get one rogues gallery per Batman episode. True. You're right, I, you're I right. get well, it, but I got excited when they wrote rogues pageant. It's one guy who's already in the gallery, and then one guy who maybe we can try to use later. Who only shows up <laughs> But once. never do. Yeah. But never do. Right. Exactly. So I guess they replaced the obligatory PSA stories with the obligatory Alfred story. 
Is that what's going on here? Instead because of the PSAs, of, and, we're getting Alfred. But it doesn't even an Alfred story, really. Well, it's I know, but not. he's in it, but it's not an Alfred. But yeah. you know, he's in it. That's my point. Yeah. Because we open up with Alfred yelling at Bruce and Dick. They're apparently going why? on vacation. Go ahead. Why, when we when we show Alfred, do we have to explain who he is every time? Because technically, it's only like the third time we've seen him. It really is. It really is. You're right. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alfred is yelling at them because they're going on vacation. But Alfred knows their shit. He knows they're going to take their suits on them and not go yeah. on vacation. Yeah, he's like, you guys are never going to f***ing relax. Well, I'm cursing now. You're never going to relax. if you Not if even drinking and you're suits. cursing. <laughs> Don't worry. TJ's going to put a, a Batman. <laughs> Every time I curse. No, I'm not. I I have an obligatory bleep that I use, and I'm going to continue using it. But, yeah, so they're like, fine, we're not going to take our suits. And Alfred's hit them anyway, so they're not going to find them. But as they get in the car, they're like, Haha, we there were spare suits he hid. We were actually wearing our costumes underneath. I like, I like that Batman's like, I'm already wearing my costume. And Robin's like, ha me too. <laughs> They're both opening their jackets to show. Yeah, like, yeah, they're all cool about it. So, I don't understand why did they just tell Alfred we got a case outside of the city. Because Alfred wants them to go relax. He's tired of them. But this isn't know. a vacation. They take like 30... They're, I think they're on vacation on the next issue. Well, they need a lot of vacations. They're Batman and Robin. They don't they're always, even have jobs. They're already on vacation. Why don't you just tell them this time this isn't a vacation? We have to go stop some criminals. He's got to be a playboy by day and Batman by night. Not to take a lot of vacations. Not to Alfred. (laughs) I'm just saying he could say, hey, Alfred, we need to go stop these criminals in another city because they robbed this place. We need our bat suit and and we'll be back in two days. And then we wouldn't have this problem. Maybe we, we can get the whole story. Maybe Batman's doctor said he needs a vacation, and Alfred's trying to make sure he does. No, because we do a flashback immediately after this. Well, also, maybe they're trying to trick Alfred, because Alfred keeps hounding him to go on vacation. They're like, yeah, or they're let's just tell him we're going on vacation. Because Alfred thinks he's a tough guy. Maybe they're afraid he's going to show up <laughs> trying to help. Well, he's going to show up at the end from now on anyway. He says so at the end of this. And then he said, that? Does he say that at the end of this? He's going to show <laughs> <Yes>. up. <laughs> Anyway, so they're going to the Southwest. I don't remember where. It does it somewhere. No, they're flying out on Southwest. No, they're not. They drive there. Oh, they're driving there, and I know they're driving there because they they say they wouldn't just take a vacation trip willy-nilly because there's gas and rubber are scarce these days. Yeah, they must be having a problem. It sounds like right now. Yeah, they must be having a problem with gas prices and stuff right now. Well, no, it's the war, and you know you have to conserve the rubber for the the war effort and the gas. So you got to make sure. Anyway, so they go to oh no, we cut back in time to like a few hours ago, I guess. And Batman and Robin are swinging past clock tower for some reason, and they just happen upon a bank robbery. Right? It's a bank robbery? Yeah, they're robbing a bank. Yeah, it's a robbery. Some kind of robbery. Yeah, it's a bank robbery. So they jump down and they beat up the bad guys, but the bad guys get in their car and start to drive away, And but one of them gets caught by Robin, and he says he's never going to talk, but the guy boss says we can't have him talking, so he tries to shoot him as they drive away, and he says, oh, now you- even going to talk. It's a shame. The guy was, was actually being a stand-up criminal, and they shot at him anyway. So yep. no and, wonder this guy acts like that. And so now he tells Oh no, he didn't he didn't shoot at him. He actually does shoot him. I really yeah, he kills him. Yeah. He shoots him, but before he dies, 
he tells them that they're going to Santo Paulo, Pablo, and it dies. And so they go to Santo Paulo. But at Santo Paulo, there is a, a big torchlight pageant tonight. I have no idea what that is, but apparently it's, it's a, happening. It's a torch convention. No, it's more of a costume <laughs> convention because everyone's dressed up in costumes. It's weird because Robin says, I love, what does he say? I love costume parties or something. I got a weakness uh, for costume parties. Let's mix it with the crowd. Yeah, it's apparently the 300th anniversary of this place. I don't yeah, know. It's, it's a costume convention. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> they see a museum and Robin says he wants to go to the American History Museum for class because it'll help him with class. So they visit a uh, exhibit about Indians. Apparently this museum is just displaying gold nuggets for people to steal. Expensive, too. Hundreds of thousands of, hundreds of, thousands of dollars. Uh, yeah, they just have these sitting there. <laughs> and they're like, and Bruce is like, I hope the security guards are keep their eyes on this. And then as soon as they leave, the place gets robbed of their gold nuggets. Yeah. Because they're idiots. Well, because like, they got gold nuggets laying around. Really, yeah. like, it's not just Gotham. It's everywhere in the 40s that were idiots. You wouldn't just, like, make fake ones to put on display and say, this is how much it looked like, like, or what's it? Because that's um, what they're saying, that hey, this listen, is what saved the town. You're you're smarter yeah. than the guys that had that, that museum. <laughs> well, yeah, they failed. <sighs> so, it's minutes later, the okay? place is robbed. I'm just... I'm just and take. I'm just taking in the fact that you compliment him when he says something like that, but you always go against me anytime I make a comment <laughs> like that. <laughs> because you're more fun to make angry. You get all angry and yell. My stuff is logic, TJ. Oh, just, okay. You're just yeah. based on your angry opinion. Okay. He paused and sighed, and I'm like, "What is going on with TJ right now?" <laughs> TJ, if you said that, I would have said the same thing. Uh huh. Sure, you would. No, have. Would no you wouldn't. Have. You would have given me some spiel of how they needed to have the gold nuggets in the museum for whatever reason, so that people can view them or whatever. But and then you would have told me. Then you would have told me it's a gold nugget convention, and <laughs> it is a gold nugget convention. It is a gold nugget convention. All right, moving on. So there's a commotion outside of a bank, and this is a really stupid idea. This is a great idea. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I just wanted to argue with you. <laughs> it is a stupid idea. So DJ, there, you, that's good. You uh, said it's a the, stupid idea. Yeah, yeah, no. Forget it. <laughs> is it too late? Is it too it's late? It's too late. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> anyway, so they're gonna they're having a reenactment of a famous bank robbery at the actual bank. A real bank. It, yes. So th- yeah, this is a stupid idea. <laughs> can't do it somewhere else. You gotta do it in the bank where it happened. Uh, like, yeah, it would be historic bank. reenactment. Yeah, I, uh, I guess. Anyway, <laughs> the, they say that the the people that are going to do this have ID cards and are starting at police headquarters, so nothing could possibly go wrong. Yeah, no, it's gonna be fine. It's, yeah, could, this is just gonna go off without a hitch. Anyway, so the robbers come, and they shoot up in the air, and shoot a bat out of the sky. Yeah, and that's how they figure it out. That's weird, too. <laughs> yeah. They, Bruce is like, come on, Dick, we gotta get changed. And, and Dick's like, why? And she's like, because that bat just fell out of the sky and it's got a bullet hole in them. They're real robbers. They don't have blanks in those guns. <laughs> Plus, and they so, shot a bat. We gotta get them. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right, it's the well, omen. No, the omen so, of the bat. No, see, I would agree with you, except Batman has no qualms with stuffing bat in boxes and then stapling them to, to letters and stuff. <laughs> true, this is true. Well, he's allowed to kill him. Nobody else is. Oh, okay. Anyway, in the bank, the teller is like, 
<laughs> this is okay. Here's the fake money. And then the robber's like, no, you're going to give me the real stuff. And they proceed to rob them because they're idiots. And don't miss a nickel. Meanwhile, Batman and Robin ju- come in and start beating up the robbers. But one of the robbers hits the alarm and says, hey, Bat- they're not Batman and Robin. They're trying to rob the bank. <laughs> they're faking. They're not they're, they're dressed like Batman and Robin. And, and so Batman the security. Yep, they get arrested. Meanwhile, sometime later, in a cellar, a cop finds that, oh, the real actors are tied up down there because they got their suits stolen off of oh them. Because God. that was never was a possibility. What? It must have really been Batman and Robin. We arrested the wrong guys and never took their costumes off their faces. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Can't unmask Batman. It's Even not Batman. It's they thought Batman. it was a crook. Even if it's a fake one. I distinctly it. remember, like, 50 episodes ago, probably more, an imposter Batman shooting cops and murdering them, escaping <laughs> a flying bar, and then getting shot to death, and then the cops unmasking him at the end to reveal that it's not really Batman. That but they, like, true. unmask him right away. Like, Batman, even if he was shot, they would let him lay there and never unmask him. <laughs> to be fair, that does happen in the newest Batman movie that just came out. Does it really? Yeah, in the middle of a police station. He's in there with his mask on and nobody ever asked him to take it off? No, he's, they literally, he got blown up and it was unconscious. They had him unconscious in the police station. <laughs> That's good. That's good, though, because that, that really does happen in all the comic books. All it the does. Cartoons. That's it happens. awesome that they did that. I mean, they, the explanation is Jim Gordon doesn't let them do it, but. Right. But it does happen everywhere. It's a, it's a trope for sure. It is. It's, it's pretty good, actually, that they do that. All right. So the cops are apologizing to Batman. He's like, he, and the one cop's like, don't tell the newspapers. This will embarrass us. And he's like, I would never embarrass you, police. You you guys are the greatest. Apparently not. Hard. You just you just arrested the wrong people. And apparently every police station in this in this country in this time is are idiotic. Yeah. Because Gotham, we already said about Gotham PDs just useless without Batman. I'm not sure what they're going to do with, since he's out of town right now. Where is Santo Pablo? I have no idea. It sounds like California. It does sound like California, you're right. But do you also remember that one town that was taken over by criminals? Yes. So the it's... Western town or whatever it was? I, I don't know. It was like the mayor was a criminal and they had all crooked cops and stuff. And they were robbing... Make, ro- no, no. They were letting kids gamble in candy stores. I remember the story. I don't know which one it was. I don't know I which one it was. It. But like, so it. this is just a common thing. In that area of things. I just look up Santa Pablo and it did not give me what I expected to see. That's what I'm doing too. <laughs> and it was like, it's only giving me San Pablo. It does say San Pablo, California though. Oh, okay. I got something called Paul of Burgos. He's a, he was a Spanish Jew who converted to Christianity and became an archbishop. Wow. He was a Spanish <laughs> Jew who, who converted to Christianity and became a bishop. Yes, he is known as Pablo de Santa Maria. Santa Maria. Mm. Wow. So, that's what I got when I typed that in. I got San Pablo, California. I guess Santo and San are the same thing. Oh, you know why I got that? Because it's Spanish for St. Paul. No, because I typed in Santa, not Santo. Ah. This is good podcasting, talking about our Google uh, I'm like, I don't, I don't yeah. know where you guys are. I don't know where Santa Pablo would come in. Santa, it, that's I'm, where, that's where uh, Batman is, Santa Pablo. Yeah, they're well, but I'm guessing. I know, but I'm guessing that Santa Pablo is a made-up place like Gotham. Well, San Pablo is in California. So. I mean, that's true, but you know, it's usually based on something. So, 
So maybe it is San Pablo, but I'm like, I've never heard of Santo Pablo, so I'm It sounded familiar to me, that's why. I... There's a lot of Santos, you know, so. I don't know, There's guess no what, Santos. nobody cares. <laughs> no, no, this is just a pointless rant on the side. Yeah. Anyway, so Batman's saying he's not going to tell the newspapers that the cops are incompetent, because they don't need to know that, they already do. They already know. Yeah, they know. Meanwhile... Batman sits in an <laughs> office and starts doing arts and crafts. And won't tell Robin what he's doing. So but he's like, uh, Batman, people would think you were crazy for cutting out paper dolls. And he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you go stand there in the corner while I cut these bats yeah. out yeah. of this paper. Shut up. No. Go call, the, go call the, the commissioner and tell him I need uh, flashlights. And don't ask some more questions, you little dork. Well, yeah, yeah pretty much. He says he needs a dozen powerful searchlights. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that's happening. So, later, there's a parade, and there's, like, an Indian, and a knight, and cowboys, and can and Spanish... Wawa. Yeah, and ghosts <laughs> of the past. Risen ghosts of the past. Spanish conquistadors. And Wawa. I like Wawa. Yeah, I love Wawa. And so forth and so forth. So, it's just a parade. Yeah. It's Meanwhile, <laughs> wow. Just call it what it is. It's Comic-Con. <laughs> it's Comic-Con. Anyway, Batman and Robin are hiding it up in a belfry because that's what you do. Because they're bats in a belfry, I'm, get it? I'm just confused by this whole town. What? They're partying. Yeah, but the town itself. Like, it looked like an old western town. They got this little tiny bank, and now they have, like, a giant belfry. Like, I'm just confused oh, by the town. Now you're confused. in a big city. You're confused by this western town, but not all the other ones that we've come across. Well, they all kept the same theme of, like, short buildings that look like towns. This one has, like, in the beginning you see, like, small stuff, but now in the background, they're giant buildings like they're in a city. Well, the church usually has a bell tower, so maybe it's just a church bell tower. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, think it's I don't supposed understand. to be a western town. I don't think it's supposed to. I think it's just they have this convention going on. I guess you're right. They had a clock tower. Yeah, they had all kinds of stuff. They had a, a museum and stuff. I don't like this. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to get done. I'm getting them both mixed up. I was just going to tell you that they were having a uh, convention with a canoe and a raccoon in a tree. Um, umbrella convention. Yeah, bell, umbrella. It's not even the same comic. <laughs> That's all right, because after the bell tower, we're getting into a novel. So Yes, we are. So... The bad guys are taking advantage of this by setting up explosives against buildings, and they start blowing up buildings, and the people think it's an earthquake for some reason. Because they're and in California. Apparently they set up dynamite. They're in yeah, California. They s- There's a lot of earthquakes. They set up dynamite buildings explosion. Why would they think it's an earthquake? Because they have earthquakes every day there. Yeah, in Santo Pablo. It's, it's yeah, San- poor Santo Pablo gets a lot of earthquakes. Huh? Whatever. Anyway, the people are freaking out, so they're rampaging through the streets, which... We just did this story. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I agree. I do feel like we did just do the story, too. <laughs> uh, they really are taking the copy and paste them to a whole new degree. <laughs> and so the bad guys start throwing dynamite against banks and stuff. So they start robbing all the places while this is happening as the cops are trying to deal with everything. But the Batman made sure that some, like, 50 cops are dressed up in the crowd so that they were free to do the search for the criminals. And so now the criminals are being attacked by Indians with bow and arrows and Spanish condistadors with maces and stuff. And 
those Batman autographs were so that he could put them on flashlights so he can have makeshift bat signals to summon to show them where the bad guys were because he would never be able to find them in this giant city. I think he loves getting that bat signal put in the sky, too. Yeah, but why didn't he just wander the streets and find them like he did in every other story? Well, all he had to do was walk around because they bump into him. So yeah, right. that's my yeah. whole point. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. He's just wander around. Uh, they, he's got like a criminal magnet, so he could just wander around the town and pick them all up. Well, then after the lights go up, they basically do that anyway. Like, but okay, the so the lights is, go up, but then they wander their streets to, to find out where the lights are coming. They had to have these bat signals because they didn't want to tell anybody that Batman was just doing arts and crafts in that room by himself <laughs> for no reason. I got to figure out how to use these bats I cut out this morning. <laughs> I just can't help myself. I cut bats out. What am I going to do with all these bats? They caught me cutting out bats. Now I got to use them. Yeah. Robin Robin said he thought he was, I was going batty. Now I got to figure something out to do with these stupid things. Oh, man. The one guy's about to throw a grenade and then Batman shows up and takes it. And then there's a, a fight where Batman and Robin beat up the bad guys. And so the bad guys are caught. So Batman climbs street sign, right? Yeah, light post yeah, light or something. Post. And he, he says, listen to me, there's no danger. And he's like, what do you mean there's no danger? That was an earthquake. And he's like, it was just explosions. Like, that's better. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, it's not an earthquake. <laughs> just all the buildings around you have just been blown up. There's no danger. It's not earthquakes. It's dynamite. That's better. And they're like, and everyone's like, oh, that's all. Okay. I guess he used his persuasive voice that he used against the dogs. It worked. Anyway, so now they're part of the parade, Batman and Robin. They're going through it. And then they go home, and they're like, and Alfred's like, I know you were Batman and Robin in another town. And that's it. I am leaving. I'm packing my belongings. And they're like, don't leave. Which I don't get. This is only like the third like time he's here. And then the fr- when we met Alfred, they were trying to get rid of him. They were, yeah, I would have no, been like, they- why, why are you still here? They can't get rid of him now because they he, they found out he knows that they're Batman and Robin. Now, he uh, to now yeah, they have they to keep an eye on They might have to kill him if he's going to leave. They might have to murder him. Oh, I see. You're right. But so, and they're like, you can't leave, Alfred. And he's like, I'm not leaving. I'm just going to go with you on your next adventure when you leave town. And they're like, oh, that's different because he's a criminologist, you see. The end. Yeah, so he's got some, he's got stuff packed for next time. That's what he was. Yeah. Are they planning on leaving on another vacation immediately afterwards? Let me see the because, next. Uh, let me see the next comic. No, not yet. <laughs> well, no, the next comic they actually are on vacation. Oh, they are right. That's right. They are on vacation. No, but so Alfred's not there. Always on vacation. But yeah, Alfred's hope, not there. I hope they didn't. You are right. I hope they didn't murder uh, Alfred. Poor. Rat. So the like, but so my point is like, so he packed these bags, assuming that they're gonna go. Now you're just gonna have to unpack this bags because you're not going anywhere. Right. Yeah. Well, he's gonna he's gonna leave it packed. In case, forever. Oh, for the next time, I see. Yeah, forever. He's going to have that in case he needs to run out the door. Right, you know he's what? always prepared. You know, it is true. Batman and R- R- Bruce and Dick never do bring bags with them when they go on the vacation. They just get in the car and go. Yeah, and they always have that bat suit either under themselves. Like, even when they said they're going to get changed. Like, where do they keep it? In the trunk? <laughs> I don't know, but you remember that one issue where bat- Batman kept Robin in a trunk for the entire... <laughs> I do remember that issue. That was yes, cool. I do. I do. Uh, that may- that was a good one. So, anyway. appearing in Rhodes Pageant, we got Batman and Robin, supporting characters Alfred Beagle, and an final antagonist. Anti- <laughs> final appearance. <laughs> antagonist, we got Ducky Mallard and Daisy Dickens. But Daisy Dickens dies, apparently. That's the guy that apparently they shot, I guess, right? 
Oh, uh, yeah, know yeah it is. He's the one that they killed. And he, yeah, the he's the one who tells them where they're going. Oh, okay, other, yeah. Other characters, we got Santa Pablo Police, Officer Rourke, and Officer Connors. And then locations, it says Gotham City, Wayne Manor, and then it says Santo Pablo, single appearance. They never go back to Santo Pablo again. Yeah, because it's a terrible place. Why would you yeah, want to plus there? Like, they, it sucks. they blew up all the buildings with dynamite. So. <laughs> well, uh, and and apparently that's even better than an earthquake, so. <laughs> Safer. <laughs> yeah. All right. Our, our last story today is Adventure of the Vitamin Vandals. Lumpy, what's happening on the splash page? Um, There's a giant, and he's got a giant Tommy gun, and he's towing boats with ropes in his hand. And Batman is swinging down from the bat plane to cut one of the ropes. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's it. Uh, I'm like, I don't. I mean, I, yeah, there's. St- he's standing in the water. He's a giant. Yeah, he's. He has a he's, question he's, mark on his face. He's got like a purple fishing gear on or something, right? Yes. Yes. All right. I guess we could dive into this one proper. So he put up on a fishing boat, and the fisherman has brought in a big haul. They caught 25 tons of fin sharks whose liver contain more vitamin A than any other fish of the sea. I don't know if that's true, but it's a big part of this plot. Uh, Apparently, it's a big deal. Anyway. What is fin soup? I don't know. Anyway. Ever heard of it? This haul is worth $37,500, which doesn't sound like a lot. But it in is the 1940s, 1940s. It's thirty trillion billion quadrillion dollars. Just so you know, I, I looked it up. That doesn't sound like you looked looked it up at all. <laughs> Shark actually. fin soup is a traditional soup or stew dish served in parts of China, Taiwan, and Southeast Asia. I thought it was China shark fin soup, but they just use the fin and waste the whole rest of the shark. Apparently, it is it is prized I, no, in Chinese. No, no, the the liver is rich with vitamin A. I was on a boat one time, and somebody caught a shark, and they said they were going to keep it. And the guy, the captain of the boat, said, Ew, you can't eat that. Sharks pee through their skin. They taste like ammonia. I don't know if that's true. But I I have no idea if it's true. I think you were on the boat with me, Chris. I think we were. Somebody wanted to keep the the boat. But I did see um, Andrew Zimmer on the Food Network. Uh, he He was in Sweden, and they were eating these sharks, but they would hang them for months at a time in this, in this, like, tent. Because they had to get the mo- the ammonia out, and he said it still tastes like ammonia. Well, I got one time I ate shark jerky. Yeah, it was the most disgusting thing really? I ever. And I eat everything. Yeah, me too. I had this, mango shark before. Steak mango's not okay. bad. I've had shark steaks and stuff, but this yeah. jerky was Gross. foul. What was fishy? The, like, was it really fishy? Oh, uh, it was. I don't even. I can't even describe it as fishy. It was just like it was just weird. Gross. It was, yeah. <laughs> I know a friend of mine who does fishing for a living does catch sharks. So no, yeah, people do. And I mean, I'm guessing they eat it. He makes yeah. money off of it. So right. I can't yeah, I find anything know. about fin sharks being um vitamin A. Yeah. No vitamin A. I see nothing. And just to be clear, $37,500 in 1941 is $330,000. No. Trillion, billion, million, or whatever I said the first time. I don't remember what I said, but... 330000 Anyway, now that we got our facts straight about 1940s stuff, let's continue on. So, these fishermen are all armed, and they're worried about the Phantom Raiders? Yeah, the Phantom Raiders. 
who are a group of people who are robbing fishing boats for reasons. Anyway, so they they got the water covered and they're looking around just 40s fan arrival and they just show up behind them and they hold them a gunpoint. They put them in the thing. The captain asks his crew who betrayed them. And they're like, no one betrayed anybody. We just got boarded from behind somehow. And he was like, how could that happen? Well, guess what? We're going to sneak up on them like we they snuck up on us. And they break through the door and go up on the ship. And the guys are gone with all the shark fins. And there's no boat to be seen. There's no wake, no nothing. There's no, there's no way to say where they came from or where they went. So did you guys figure it out? No, I didn't, actually. I, I like this story because it kept it for me. I didn't figure it out. I don't Uncle think, Chris? no. You know what? I didn't either. I was, I'm... Um, in my head, I think I did, but I did when I read it the first time. I didn't because I thought my first instinct was airplane, right? And then my second instinct was submarine. So mm, I, was, I never even actually thought of submarine. I I thought about airplane, but my thought was the sound would destroy it, right? But so that was those were my initial thoughts. But it's not what we get though. So no, it's not. I liked it. Meanwhile, after that happens, Bruce and Dick are just on vacation at a beach. Because you know they're relaxing. Because Alfred told them they had to, <laughs> <laughs> and they're at on a, they're at an exclusive Malibu beach. Of course they are. They're rich. So Dick's reading the paper about these robberies, and he says, "Well, I guess we got to go do this. Vacation's over." And so they go to the captain, who's and they offer their services to be uh, one of the deckhand and a cabin boy. And the captain's like. This is the captain who just got robbed, by the way. He says, nah, I'm not going back out because we keep getting robbed. But then the guy who, then what the guy he sells the fish to, the seller, offers to give him a $500 bonus per ton if he decides to do it. And that's too much money for the captain to not go out, so he hires Bruce and Dick, and we're off to the sea. And then it's just a bunch of nonsense about how Robin wants to be a fisherman and how it looks easy. And then they cat, and then they... Bring the sharks on board and start clubbing and spearing them and have a rifle on them. So. That's what they actually do. They're not very nice to these sharks. And then one shark tries to eat Robin and then Bruce shoots it with a rifle. Points the gun at Robin. Oh, that's true. He might have been trying to shoot Robin (laughs) and then the (laughs) The shark shark saved him. No, the shark saved him. The shark (laughs) saved saved Robin. (laughs) Anyway, so with that going on. Bruce Bruce and Dick hide in the lifeboat while everyone else is guarding. Do they not have jobs to do? Are they allowed to just hide? That's why they're hiding. They don't want to do what they were supposed to be doing. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, one of the fishermen is signaling something with the light. So, And then all of a sudden, the Phantom Riders sh- Raiders show up, and one guy tries to shoot them, but they shoot him back. But then Batman and Robin show up, and they're like, how do they get here? And so Batman and Robin flight off the Phantom Robin's Raiders, and they disappear. Robin's like, where did they go? And then Batman said, they're up here. And Batman's all of a sudden on a rope ladder, and he's climbing up to a blimp. And that's how they got It makes sense. Huh? A blimp actually makes sense. It'd be quieter. Uh, I don't um, know how they hide it. I don't know if we've seen one already, but there's, there's a lot of blimps in the Batman. Like cartoons, yes. And like that. Yeah, we've talked blimps. about we've talked about it before. Yeah, I, I actually so, tried to put that intro in like a brief clip of that blimp thing from the animated series on in, on the our YouTube versions and got it got blocked. <laughs> oh, it blocked the it entire really? it blocked the entire video everywhere. So I had to oh, mute the I, I had to mute the music. So there's like a, a three second quiet moment in that podcast with the just the blimps 
And so, <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. But the last time Batman went on a blimp was when that Nazi Stalin Napoleon guy bombed New York and killed thousands of people. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And Batman had to crash his bat plane into the blimp to destroy it. So he should be a little bit scarred from blimps. Batman's not scared of anything. I didn't say scared, I said scarred. Yeah, but that would make you scared if you were still scarred by something. Eh, nah. They just make you hesitant. What make you scared? Anyway, Batman climbs up to the blimp with Robin, and they get in the fight. They start beating him up, and then all the guys run into the, like the cabin of the blimp and hit a button, and they just drop Batman and Robin out from the blimp. Send them right out of it. And right. that button is just for wherever Batman and Robin were. Is that what that button's for? No, it's for <laughs> the sandbags to come out so ah, they can okay. lower the blimp. So the world's greatest detective didn't know he was standing on the sandbag trap door then. Right. Okay. And for the first time, Cold Water does not wake up Robin as he gets knocked out. Ooh. Really? I didn't even notice that. Because Robin gets knocked out from the fall. Batman doesn't. The Cold Water still works for Batman. I think oh, Robin's, right. becoming, Robin's becoming immune to the Cold Water. That's bad news like for Robin. dead. He looks like he's dead sitting there. Anyway, Robin was knocked out for the 40th time here. And so... Batman drags Robin up to the, to the surface so he doesn't drown, and then a shark shows up. And then Batman happens to find a piece of driftwood to lay Robin on as he dives under and stabs a shark to death. Well, he stabs a shark, and then the next time it looks like he's stabbing like a hammerhead shark, right? Yeah, he filleted it open. Oh, is that what that is? Is that what he's like? Torn I don't know. Open? It just it looks does. Weird. It looks like it's, yeah, it looks it's really weird. weird. And then night falls, and then Batman shoots a flare. Why didn't he shoot a flare earlier? Oh, it's a flashlight. It's Yeah, it's his arts and crafts flashlight. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, but it says miniature flare gun. So if it's a flare, you can that. use, but, you can use uh, it any time, right? A flare works in daytime. Yes, but why does this flare have a bat signal? How does your flare I was going to say, it has signal? this bat signal. Because it's Batman. It's what he right? does. Yeah. He, he probably made the flare himself so that it would do that. Like how fireworks yeah. make different symbols in the air. Right. He probably He's... figured out to do it just so he can put a bat in there. <laughs> it's actually a real bat that was in his flare. Oh, that's possible, too. It just... <laughs> shoots a, fire, a bat on fire up in the air. Yes. Anyway, the flare gets the attention of a ship that saves Batman, but and the ship gets to the shore before the boat they were on made it just to get to shore. I don't know how that works, but whatever. Batman and Robin see the guy that signaled the blimp from earlier walking away, so they decide to follow him to where they're storing the blimp, which is in a warehouse. So they knock out the guard, and they stow aboard the blimp without them, anyone knowing that they're there. The bad guys are going to go pick up their boss, which happens to be the... Guy that sells the fish. The fish, yeah, salesman. Fish yeah. salesman. So, I don't know why he's doing this. Uh, yeah, I don't understand. I was going to ask oh. you. Oh. <laughs> well, he's doing it because he's... So, every time these people go out, he has to pay them for their fish when they bring it back. And then he sells it and makes a profit off of it. But instead, he's stealing their cargo. So and he he's selling it. He doesn't ever have to pay them. So, he's basically getting them to do it, then he steals their fish and still sells it. Like, that's why he keeps telling them, oh, well, I'll pay you 500 more per ton if you go out. He can offer them a million more per ton. Right, right, he's just stealing it. So he has to entice them to keep going out and he's getting it for free every time. Yeah, but it's still a stupid plan because he's still selling the fish. His sales didn't go down. Which is why it's a great plan because he's making full profit. profit now. 
He doesn't have to pay anything for his supply. But my point is, Batman figures this plan out in like three seconds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but if Batman didn't meddle... Yeah, he I guess. Anyway, he already made a mistake. He's stealing the fish from the good people of the U.S. Army. They need their vitamin A. They, they need, need their vitamin, vitamin A. a. <laughs> Listen, how are we going to have an army without vitamin A? The thing is, Batman says that it doesn't make sense. The guy's still selling, selling the fish. Selling the fish, I know. So they're still getting their vitamin A. <laughs> so, <laughs> But the vitamin A for the army is the problem we're worried about here. No, because the fishermen are still selling their fish to him, and he's still selling the fish. He's, right, it's still going the to the same place, yeah. but yeah. he's just making more money off they, of it. He's just so. cutting out that okay. middleman there. The, exactly. the supply chain's not being affected at all. Okay, nope. so we had to just mention about the army and the war. <laughs> okay. But you know we what? Didn't... What about the other fish shellers? They're not getting it. So maybe it is affecting supply chains. Maybe. I, again, I think we just, we're not going to shove it down your throat, but we're going to mention it every once in a while. It's affecting the fishermen. The fishermen aren't getting their money. That's what's happening. They're going out and fishing. But other than that, everybody else is normal life. Except for the other people he might be, they might be selling to, because they're stealing all the fishermen's fish, right? So if other salesmen, if they're not getting their supply and being able to sell. Right, but but the people who are getting it, oh, the well, supply yeah. chain is fine. Right, the supply chain. Well, not if you're forced to buy from the one guy and maybe yeah, he's, he's got a monopoly. But maybe he's not selling, he's still selling the same amount and holding the rest back, and it's not going out from all different, I don't know, I'm making excuses for this stupid comic, but it's not necessary. <laughs> anyway, so the Phantom Raiders hit another another boat, and this fishman has been, went on the boat with them, because he said he's going to stand up to these guys and let them do it, but no, the, the plan is for them to... Get him, pretend to kidnap him so they can all get away. I don't know why he needs to get on the boat and needs to go with them. No, I don't understand that part either. The only, the only reason why he's there is so that Batman and Robin can arrest him. Yeah. All he right. wants another load of fish. He needs yeah, to but make why does it he need, so that they why does, want to go out and fish. Why does he need to be on the ship? Just a, it's, a, it's an enticing thing. It's just a reason to get people. Because people are scared to go out. And go fish. And he's like, I'll fix this problem. Come on, we'll go out and go fish, and I'll I'll make sure that everything's okay. He's a small, fat guy with no weapons. But he's got the yeah. money, so he's the one that, if he goes, then it must be okay. Yeah, it must be okay. We're going to get paid, so. Yeah. Well, whatever. Batman and Robin descend on the ship from the blimp, and they beat up the Phantom Riders <laughs> until Batman tackles the fishmonger. Who says, why are you tackling me? Cause, and he says, well, you're the only one selling fish. You have to be behind it. Oh, yeah, because since everybody's getting robbed, but this guy's still able to sell fish, he right. must be involved. So, yeah, Batman explains everything, and then the next day, Dick's uh, like, why are you being so lazy, Bruce? And Bruce has got a, a paper that says, a giant, pa huge paper that says, Vitamin Vandal's Vanquage, and he says, uh, he's got to soak up the energy and take it easy. And then that paper ends. covers his entire body, except for his legs. It is giant. <laughs> And that is the end of Vitamin Bangles Vanquish and Batman number seven. That last panel doesn't say the end. So I kept looking for the next page. It, I yeah, kept then. wondering if something yeah. was wrong. Like, and I'm I like, did I miss something. something? Me too. Yeah. Nope. Who was nope. in this one? Apparently TJ was very tired. Feature characters, Batman and Robin. Antagonists, we got Phantom Raiders. It says single appearance, but then it says lefty, and it doesn't say single appearance, so I don't know. Uh, then we got Archie Gibbons' single appearance, and then locations, California, utility belt, and the vehicles aren't a bad place. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Overall, it wasn't the... readable. Yeah, it was. Yeah, long-winded but readable. Definitely, readable. it was. It wasn't the worst one we've read. No, no, I, I, I actually, I liked all of them. I, I honestly, I don't know if I'd say it was the best, but it was up there with one of my favorites. I would say we've been at the end of these Batman's. Like, what the hell was that crap? This one, yeah, this was bad. this one was good. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, it wasn't. It still has its problems, but yeah, of know. course they all do. But it wasn't, you know, terrible. <laughs> I, I liked it. I can't. I don't really have anything bad to say no. about any of the stories. So there are too many. I'm words. happy for that. There's Lots a lot of words. words. Lots of words. Uh, uh, I guess that's that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. That's Do you it. want to finish us off with a joke, Uncle Chris? I'm running low on jokes here. <laughs> what did they call Batman when he was little? Little Wayne. Lil Wayne, like the that, even I think that one's bad. <laughs> Why don't you use the one you were saving then from last week? I forgot what it was. Well, what was <laughs> How I saving? Would you not cut it off on that. <laughs> How would you continue to record? Because that one was so bad that he knew it was bad. It wasn't self. <laughs> he wasn't self-aggrandizing on that I one. I, I want get excuses for that. I, I I wanted him to sit in his own pity on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think that one was good. I couldn't even make excuses. I laugh at all of them. That one was not. Well, guess Sweet. what? That was the only one that I hadn't told on the whole f***ing 77 Ouch. page of Batman jokes. Oh, body mouth. We're off the thing already. It's already done. <laughs> right? <laughs>